right, we are back from this parade celebration. This thing uh, wrapped up a little quicker than we may have thought it would have, Scotty, but that was a whole lot of fun. Uh, there were a whole lot of drunk folks sitting up there, and man, was that thing going down. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was pretty special. Uh, I'll just say, before I go any further, I was on the fire truck with Malone. Yeah. So, I know. <laughs> I'll just say, I know. But you know what, listen, 47 years, it's been a long wait. You gotta go back to the ABA, day, ABA days, it's even further, 50 some years. Um, I was on the parade route, dude, this was, and, and we covered the abs last year, this is the competition. This blew the abs parade away. Yeah. It was, it, it was unbelievable. I tell you who else blew it away, uh, Michael Malone. That was amazing. <laughs> Every single thing he had to say. It took him two seconds to say, Bruce ain't going anywhere. Uh, hey, so Bruce backed it up. Bruce say, backed it hey, up. And Bruce is saying, let me see the check, buddy. Let's go. Uh, but well, he was, uh, hold on. Because we talked about when, the, when you won Super Bowl 50. Right. Every team that wins a championship deserves know. to run it back. Yeah. Well, I've always said they should have brought Manning back for one more year. I agree. Right? Because, because they should have baked him. Yeah, because every championship team deserves the right to run it back. Yeah, no question about it. But you know what? That's what's so beautiful about this. Bruce was the only one even in question. And hey, we're going to take it with their word. Sounds like he's going to be back. Now you got the whole damn crew back. Right. You got every single one of them back. Well, I'm going to bring Dempsey. Except for Uncle Jeff, I let, let me ask Dempsey a question. Dempsey, I, don't know if you're, I hope your mic's working. Um, when you talk about running it back, and I'm going to say this, I still didn't think they played ever played their best game in the finals. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I, I agree. I, 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 I think honestly right. think, I mean, you could pick out, didn't shoot the ball well, <laughs> game four. If they shoot the ball at their normal pace, they win game five by, by 25 points. Yeah, and and, and and Scotty, if we're being honest, that had a lot to do with Michael Porter Jr. not hitting three-point shots because yeah, when he does, that, they take, that score goes from – 105 to 115, 120, well, like that. They, they, they but, won all the, 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 the three previous games for game five. They won in double digits. Yep. It would have been 20. Yeah. If Michael plays his normal game, they win by 20. It's not the big up. They won a championship. No, no, he's fine. But they didn't play their best game, I didn't think, in the finals. And, and you know what, Scotty? I, I will give the Miami Heat credit for that because defensively, I think that team played the Nuggets the best defensively right. of any team um, in the playoffs. Way better than the yeah, Lakers. Absolutely right. So Who they uh, said going in, oh, the Lakers are the best defensive team. Oh, I know. No, right? no, no, no. Anthony Davis and just Miami. Torched, yeah. Miami was phenomenal. Yeah, they really were. And so, uh, but I'll say this, for the Nuggets on the defensive end, I think that was their best series. It was not even close. Their best yeah. Game. Oh, yeah. Four games under 100. Hey, Scott, That's I would got you something. That's for you. I got some. <laughs> I got some. That's what we talked about, too, with four games under 100, and it was 111, like what, 107, 111, 104, yeah. basically throughout. We said that throughout the process of they beat, we kind of talked about this earlier, they beat Minnesota one way. They beat Phoenix a different way. Yeah. They dominate Los Angeles, and then they go and take what, what Miami you? was giving to them to win an NBA game. What are you yeah. guys doing right now? We're breaking it down. I want to talk about Detroit people. <laughs> I want to talk about Nikola Jokic you up there saying. You talk about me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a beer? I'll talk about Nikola Jokic up there. All right, who is first? All right, we'll break it down. First off, Michael Malone wins. He drank all the beers. Oh. All the beers. Can I tell you Had them all. 
I was on the truck with him. I, w- I, wonder, I wonder a little side yes, bet on whether it's going to be <laughs> Benmore or Malone the most drunk. I took Malone. I love that little side bet right there. Benmore so, was pretty so toasty. I, so I, I did an interview with Malone as, after he got off the truck. So when they arrived, and Scotty, you saw this, when they arrived, he stayed on top of the fire truck. Yep, forever. And had um, a, a, was a very emotional moment for him. And I was able to talk to him about that, and it just like the waterworks started when, when we did our interview. And you can, you know, for everybody, it's like the Scotty, for everybody who plays in this league and toils and works hard and has disappointments and has successes, and then it all comes flooding back to you oh, in yeah. the moment that, you know, it. I, I, I can't even, it's hard for me to even put that into words. What that obviously meant yeah. to him. Let, let me give you a moment. I had with Michael Malone. I was on his truck, so we did a kind of live whatever interview, and it hit me the last time I was in a parade where I mean I did two Broncos parades and that was cool. But but I mean I I feel invested. 29 years I feel invested with with the Nuggets. And I told Malone last parade I was in was with his dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and I was like, <laughs> like right now, I was like, whoa. And so I ended up giving it a kiss. You told me. Yeah, I thought they had you on TV. You gave me a kiss. I, I mean, because it, it, you're right. I mean, and listen, you should have seen the parade route. Yeah. It was stupid. Hey, you know what yeah. I saw in this parade that I haven't seen in any of the others? The fans just crashed the barriers. Oh, they, yeah. They, they, they yes. said, forget those barriers. They were up like one foot on that fire truck. I mean, during my parade, I think they kept them outside the barriers. Yeah. Just goes to show you, yeah, the first one is always the best. Dude, the I, I talked one is the best. I talked to one of the fire uh, guys that was on uh, uh, our, our truck. I said, dude, I'm surprised you guys didn't have a crank windshield. He goes, me too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, beers were like coming, and it was like bam, 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 bam. They're like going crazy, blown by the first four. Catch it, chug it, slam it down the ground. <laughs> the place is going nuts. Shots. Finally, turned to me about halfway. He goes, Scott, you got to do. He said, I'll catch him. He said, hey, I'll, I'll catch him, but you got to do the rest. Hey, we were talking about that earlier. I said, see, the key to surviving a fire truck is you got to swat as many beers as you can. Yeah, because if you catch it, you <laughs> yeah. have a responsibility. But, you got to show it. So you got to swat a few. Not Malone. He's competitive. And so every beer came <laughs> up. His ass was catching every beer that came up. It, 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 it was, um, I, I would say, the Denver Nuggets, the Denver sports fans in this town, Frickin' showed up. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, Fleck, yeah. we need a beer. If there was, if there was any question as to whether, how many Nuggets fans are out there? In? Well, we have, we have our proof. Dude, I'm gonna tell you what. We set up. We were a lot closer, and we could get a few. There was still about a quarter of this park empty for the abs. Yeah. There ain't nothing in the Oh, this is bad. bigger. Yeah. This is bigger. It it's because it's the first. It's the first. That's exactly right. Yeah. It, it, it's got a different vibe. That's what I'm thinking. First, everybody and their the mother tea. wakes up remembers this. What, we got Twisted Tea? Hey, Chad, I got one, yeah. We're splitting it. Ready? <laughs> there you go. Hey, this is for PhD right here. There we go. Yeah, thank you, Dave Fleck. All Good right. PhD. Hey, but I, I'll tell you what, listen. Pass up. Like I said, I was. Oh, uh, what? All right, brother. You leaving? I, I was, I was fortunate to to, to win it, be on a team that won. Hey, right? Josh, I carried bags. What? And then I. Hey, in, in, what's oh, going yeah. on over there? 
That day Kevin's going to hit on your girl. No, that's what I'm trying He was already <laughs> trying to tell her. backside, hey. like, like dancing a little bit. I'm like, hey, Josh, hey. you might want to take a look <laughs> over I there. I will say this. He goes up to Ward, Ward, and he goes, do I know you? <laughs> 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 I may be 63, but I'll whoop a lot of ass. <laughs> Just saying. You know hey, do I know you? <laughs> uh, There's a fine line that. between professional Josh and non-professional Josh. Yeah. But he's here today. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you got to walk up thin ice every now and then. But let me ask you, you and I were on there last year for the Avs parade uh, and, and the celebration. And it was, I mean, it, there was a whole bunch of trucks up there on the Avs. But does this not feel bigger? It's, it feels so much bigger. <laughs> but, but it's also, for me, it's Kelsey. It's, uh, I took it off already. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> what did you pull off? To me, it's. Let's go, let's go. Like hey, I said, it's, it's, hey, can we compete or not? It's, Are you competing? It is It is so big. No, we're today competing. No, I'm good. Because of what the city waited for for 47 years. We yeah. saw all the people. It, it, you get to share it with your kids, your family, your mom, your cousins. Like, this means so much to this city. Now, and, and you know, and the three of us talked about this past week leading up to this. The Broncos came in in 1960, and I was fortunate enough to call Super Bowl 32, and then I was up on the stage to introduce all the players and coaches with Dave Logan, and the parade was nuts. And, and the Avs had won it the year before, but that Broncos parade was insane. And I think me, because of all the years of desperation, the years of disappointment, we forget this was the second team in the city. Right. You know, this was 67. And it, and, and I'm going to tell you what, dog, I, I, hey, Union Square was 35-40 deep. Oh, wow. I believe it. Yeah, it I, believe unbelie- it. I mean, it was almost to the wall deep of, of people. Well, this this was packed through the bridge before, before the trucks were even rolling up. And then as the, as the trucks started arriving, man, I kept looking up on that screen. And they're all the way back to the Capitol. Let's uh, do this. Let's uh, take a timeout. Let's get we're a gonna, twisted tea. We're going to take you up to about 2.30. We might grab a twisted tea here during the break. I thought, I thought uh, Andy was coming on, too. That's Andy? true. No, where, where, yeah. yeah, where is he? Oh, I don't uh, know. Screw. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Steve Nelson, we got some things to figure out. We'll take a quick timeout. The party's still going on here. Again, be safe. Have fun. It is going on here today. Uh, the Nuggets are you're, world champs. You're me, except for a lot younger. I know. That's why we get along so well. <laughs> you heard it all right here on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. This is the Denver Nuggets 2023 Championship Celebration. Brought to you by Miller Lite and by Ramos Law. Where'd Motion go? Oh, what's up, man? We hot. I got that one for you. No, we're up. We're oh. up. Oh. oh, we're right now. Oh, we're live. Hey, what do you know? Live and we are back. The crew is in the building. Everybody wants to meet you, Tyler. They hey. love the people. Dipsy, say hello to the people. They love you. Yes. Yo. Yes. We love you guys. We love you guys. Tell them hello, Tyler. I will. All right, this has been outstanding, man. Tyler just left. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He's like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go over there and meet them right now. He's going to high-five the fans. They brought me cigars, man. Oh, They brought me cigars. This, I love these people. This day is about to be 
It, it's already been amazing. You know what? Um, it's just so good to hear all the speeches and everything that were happening up there uh, as well. You know, this is a, you know, it's a, what a momentous day, you know? And uh, it was hilarious. Michael Malone up there basically saying, Bruce Brown, no, he's coming back. We're going to run it back. And Bruce Brown basically saying the same thing, that he wants to run it back. And um, Nicola up there doing his thing and saying everything. And um, it was just great to hear from all of those guys. Yeah. And um, Jeff Green, uh, bless his soul, man. He, he came in as a member of the Seattle Supersonics. And in 2023, as a member of the Denver Nuggets, he finally gets uh, a ring. And so it's uh, it's amazing, man. And, and what a day. And uh, just a celebratory day. I, all the fans that were here, I, I just... You know, my, my, I say this kind of a lot, but my heart is full. It's full. You know, it just is. This is. I love these days for the city. I, I love them. I, I cannot tell you the amount of raw emotion that I was able to witness when Coach Malone got off of his fire truck, went to the original media scrum with everyone around him, and then he goes over to you, Chris Dempsey, and has a one-on-one -on -one off to the side. And you give him a couple of seconds to compose himself to relax and what he told us a couple of days ago on our final interview of the Mo or Coach Malone show was I talked to Jared Bednar and he said the only moment that I realized what we did was when we were at Civic Center Park with the fans with the city of Denver and watching that interview from three feet away with you and Coach Malone today and having him break down for the first 45 seconds couldn't say a word was unbelievable I cannot tell you the emotion that is put into a season like this that's put into a party like this and for 47 years for a fan base to have that just all exhale yeah. in a celebratory fashion yeah. there's nothing like it and you can feel it you know when Michael Malone was talking you could feel all of the days of all of the work, right? All of the long hours, all of the days in the gym, all the hours watching film, uh, you know, the days that maybe you were heartbreaking. Yeah! I love you, James! Yes! <laughs> I love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love, love you. Um, wait, can they say my name? Well, I mean, I'm... <laughs> hey, I have to hey, what's it? The fans here are amazing. The fans are amazing. Um, I'll never forget this day. Ever, I'll never forget this. This is. I asked them to tell your name. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, I didn't even tell them. They just went with it. They knew. Hey. Oh, it's this crazy. Day, this it's crazy. day right here, and watch the Dempsey try to swing your golf club. I'll never forget. <laughs> the okay. So. How bad was it? It was really bad. So uh, <laughs> this was in Houston, right? In the yeah, uh, in hotel. Okay. So one of my first trips, it might have been my, my exact first trip with altitude. Uh, we good were, trip. Yeah. We, it was good trip. It was, good, <laughs> it was a good one. Uh, so the, the hotel we stayed in had a top golf simulator. In what? It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we decided after drinking about three hours, let's go play top golf. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Let's go, hey, let's go right now. I love it. We, yeah. got, we got our personal PhD cheer crew out yeah, here. Yeah, we do. It's also nice that the wind is still blowing, so we still have our confetti, confetti falling all hey. over us. And I'm wearing my yeah, I know, I PhD. It hasn't been washed in about three weeks, right? I smelt it. <laughs> I regret that. Well, so good. Hey, you <laughs> <laughs>
It really has uh, been just an incredible day. Kels, Kels, Alyssa and them are right there. Uh, those are my goddaughters. See my goddaughters? Oh, wow. Oh, look at that. That's amazing. What up, guys? Hey, get them a beer. Well, easy, I don't know, about, easy. I don't know if they're ready for it yet. You know, five, they're five and six. Uh, it, it really does underscore. This has been such a, a unifying experience. Yeah. And I can only, you know, I, I, I have heard from people in the last, I'd say, what, three, four days that I haven't heard from in years. Yeah. Years. No, and, and it's just, funny how they come out. They come back out. But hey. you know what, though? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a congratulatory. No I'm so happy for you. Yeah, no question. And how are you doing? And it's cool. You know, it's just. You know uh, what, Dempsey? You're probably the same way as me. I, I don't know how many people come came to me and go, hey, congratulations. Yeah. And I'm like. I didn't do anything. I, I know. I, I mean, I, I, just, I, I, I talked about what I hey, saw. Hey, you know what, Scott? You, you say that, and you're most, one of the most humble dudes I know. So you walk through this crowd, you can see what it means to them. I don't know what it meant to you, yeah. but it means something nah, to them cool. to see you. It's cool. But I, I, I will say this, though. The, the, last year we covered it as AB fans. We were ABS fans. To, to, at least for me, I won't speak for everybody. I feel invested. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know, Dempsey, you feel the same way. Dover, you feel I feel invested in this team more so than, than uh, well, I got to go back to uh, 97, really, with the, when the Broncos won. It is, and to me, it's like I said, it's the, it's the fact that it's the first one, and all of these people here have been waiting their entire life for it. You saw Josh Kroenke sitting up there talking to Jamal. Th those are the kind of things to me that it just makes it so much different. But this crowd, yeah, that Avalanche crowd, they've got to experience. They got to do it before. This group here never did it before. We got Whitney Blaren, boys. <laughs> we got Whitney Blaren. It's beautiful. Here we go. It's hey. a chorus. Oh, oh want to dance with somebody. somebody. <laughs> oh, want to make with somebody. What a day. It's so good. What a time to be alive. With somebody. With somebody who loves me. Look at all the, all the guys <laughs> over there dancing. We love them. We love them. <laughs> the beast. First time I smoked a cigar live on air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we feel good. Good. I feel like I, was, oh, I already lit up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did? I lost yeah. the lighter. I don't know what's happening. I uh, don't have a beer either. <laughs> oh, I got a cooler right here. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> right for you, dog. Oh, man. <laughs> it, uh, it has been an incredible day. We got, look at look at Mike's here. We got the whole crew in here. Everybody. Ready here. to roll. Doing it is great. Scotty, you're being, you're being summoned. Scott. Photo time. There yeah, we right. go. It has been <laughs> outstanding. Not, you know what? I'm not sure if it's good radio, but I don't care. Who cares? It's a good time. Might yeah. not be good radio, but it's a good time. The NBA, time. A, a Denver Nuggets fans, your NBA champs. Yeah. Period. NBA yeah. champ. Yeah. I almost just shared a cigar with your wife. You are the center uh, of the NBA uh, universe. <laughs> center of the NBA I didn't, I didn't want you to yell at me, though. Just a, a Ward. No, Ward. Yeah, okay. Ward. It, it is Ward. Julie. Hey, Ward, come here. Just tell Ward Scott won. Just tell her that. Yeah, Ross. Say what? Scott won. Um, Kenna. Scott Scott lost. Scott won. No. Scott lost. Here. I don't know what Scott won. She said, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right. All right. What's, what's happening right now? 
It's all right. We're having a dance party. What, what are we talking about? We're hanging about here? out. We're doing photos. Oh. Let's go. It is a celebration in our city. The Denver Nuggets have won the NBA championship, and we are celebrating. And Scott won also. All day long. Won, Scotty's Scott here. Scott won. He's having it. I won. What was it like on the truck? Can you just tell us? Dude, I, I, first of all, it, it's a lot scarier than you realize, because when you walk up the front, you're walking on a ladder. All that, those drug dudes up there trying to get Yeah. But so you got to go by people. So I'm, I got Malone. He's, he's in a little cage, right? The little squirrel cage. And dude, he was <laughs> jacked up. He's cheering, even before he starts drinking, he's cheering fans up. He's got the whole crowd going. He's spraying champagne on everybody. And, and then, like I said, I don't know how, beverages kept coming back. And I needed a Diet Coke. <laughs> you need it. You know what you need? Diet Coke and some Taco Bell. There you go. Taco Bell for sure. That's I, I know. Gibson, Taco Bell. I know. Hey, tonight might be my first night at Taco Bell. It should be. Oh, man. Where, where are we going? Uh, whiskey? Oh, she had a cigar? Right here. You, oh, she I don't have a cutter, though. No, no. Bite it. Bite it. Uh, all right, oh, Nelly. You don't want my wet cigar? Nelly, oh, let's yeah, do this. Uh, Nelson, we're going to do an impromptu break here. So we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, and then when we come back, we'll continue this conversation. Somebody's asking for my autograph, so I'm I about to devalue thing. this poster. You don't want my wet cigar? Uh, here we go. I get my teeth. You're good. Number two. Boom. Uh, Scotty, sign this bad boy. We're signing autographs. It's a party down here at the Civic Center Park. The Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. We come back, continue the conversation. Hey, Steve, let's hear a little bit from Nikola Jokic. Let's hear a little bit from Coach Michael Malone. We reset what we just saw when we come back. Nuggets are champs. We're having a parade in our city, and it's right here on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. For the Bud Light Studio Spotlight for the fans on KKD. KKSE FM HD1. This is the home of your world champion. Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets stand on top of the NBA world. A huge shout out to Nuggets Nation. We love you guys. This is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. This is the Denver Nuggets 2023 Championship Celebration. Live from Civic Center Park. Brought to you by Miller Lite. Official beer of the Denver Nuggets. And by Ramos Law. Visit RamosLaw.com. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Yeah, probably. We hot. We back. All right, we're back. I thought you could sit if we have to. Hasty's a Dover having some secret sauce talk. I don't know what's going on back there. Uh, oh, he do got some secret sauce going on. Secret sauce talk. Did, We're hey, having did, a good time, Tyler. I had some of Dempsey's secret sauce, too. Yeah, I, I think did. you had all that secret so sauce. So many people had Matt some of the secret sauce. All of the yes. secret sauce. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey, buddy. Uh, uh, it, it has been an incredible day. We want to relive some of these moments. As, as the crowd's still here, everything is still going on. Well, how do you get a million people out of here? You That's don't. a good question. Know, right? you, just, you just let them trickle away. Hey, hey can I say something? What are they going to do? Da- downtown Denver bars, you're welcome. 
<laughs> now, see, I thought I was That's being smart because I brought a scooter in all the way from fourth. I parked on fourth, but now I'm like, how the hell am I going to find a scooter to take back? You ain't going to find us. Hey, there's going to be a whole bunch of wrecked scooters. On, well, there's one right there in front of us. Nice. No, there's there going to really be a is. whole bunch of wrecked scooters on the way home. Hey, yeah. how about a quick shout out to the altitude listeners that kind of gathered in front of our area? Yeah. Uh, they're chanting Dimps' name, Tyler's name, Scotty's name. Your At name. One point they, yeah, they're chanting my name. <laughs> At one point, they're chanting PhD. That, that was a very cool yeah. moment. They fun. gave us cigars. They brought cigars. Oh, is that where these came from? Yeah, they, oh, they yeah. gave them to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smoking a cigar. I didn't I know it was in my hand. I just started smoking it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you. We say we, Dempsey and I ain't got none. I mean, we, we, we. He only had two left. Oh, wait. You want some of this one? It's all good. I, 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 got, I, have, uh, I have this, so oh yeah, I'm I good. I know hey, you're, you're, you guys got a solid one. I don't want to share <laughs> now. I know your lips are here. Let me have a little hit. Easy. Uh, <laughs> Julie's right here still. Uh, yeah, what a fun time. Um, the speeches were, they were, they were good. Uh, Bruce Brown basically saying, "He's back. Should I come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike Malone yeah, just told him he's coming back. <laughs> I mean, Mike hey. was up on that stage for five minutes before he said that Bruce is coming Would back. Would you surprise him? Would it surprise you if he said, "Okay, I'm opting in for one more year"? Well, My, for the six I, million, though, I would be mildly surprised, just given the fact that. You could probably make fifteen million. Okay, but, six okay, million. okay, but yeah. see, okay. So I'm glad we're talking about this. So Bobby Portis had this a very similar situation with uh, Milwaukee just a few years ago. Yep. And then what he did do was opt in to the one year left, and then they were able to after they retained his bird rights, they were able to pay him everything he needed to be paid. So, um, I mean, there's precedent for a player doing yep. that, and recent precedent of a player doing that. I, I think this is a, a a great. Obviously, a team fit is great. I think the city fit for him well, is yeah. phenomenal. Let, let me just throw this out here because I, I, I've got a little history, and I've seen a lot of guys get paid either off a championship or a real real solid playoff run, and they go somewhere else and they go, oh, wait a minute, my skills aren't appreciated somewhere else like they are here. Yeah, Bruce Brown was not appreciated in Brooklyn, and here he was outstanding. So there is something about – being able to stick around, take a little less, yep. but the people who you're with yep. appreciate what you do. Well, the direct, the direct tieback is Nas. Uh, I mean, he was in the exact same boat last year. Mm-hmm. I understand why Nas made the decision they made. And he's, old, he, he was but he's older than Bruce, and he, too. And he yeah. was older. You know, that's why when you talk about Jeff Green, like, like I don't know how – he'll probably be back here no matter what because, you know, he's loved here. And, and He is loved here. And, and there's probably not going to be huge money somewhere else more than we could get I him, think that's but, a vet minimum deal a, for a, Jeff. A, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, vet minimum and and look, look, you know, I, I just I was talking to somebody. I said he came in when there was a Seattle SuperSonics. Yeah, like that's how long he had he's a been. Sonics hat on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's how long he's been here. And so yeah. he understands where he is in his career and wants to wrap it up the right way. And he's got a ring now. I would I would fully expect for him to be back, just to run it back. I mean, I'm with just whatever else. I, I and it depends. I could I could expect him to be back on a one year kind of yeah. veteran minimum contract, yeah. or he says, you know what, boys? Oh, hang him up. You, thank hang you a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, yes. here, 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 yeah. I'll say this. Yep. 
Yep. He'll play for Denver or nobody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that, I agree. Is that fair? Yeah. He'll yes. play for Denver or nobody else. Yes. But go back to his Players' Tribune piece, which I'm sure you guys read too. Of yeah. Said, about, hey, we, we hung it up in the uh, – Oh, yeah. Oh, did you guys it? It? Oh, that's yeah, I saw the frame of, yeah. Um, it, it, it's him talking about his kids and them getting to see this moment and being a little bit older, of, of getting to experience it and remember this moment. Uh, I think that he's probably smart enough to go – I, I could play basketball for another one or two seasons. I could do it on a vet minimum. My kids can be a big part of it, and we can win an NBA championship. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you come back and just try to run it back? If you have it in you, and, and look, yeah. the, the, the high-flying dunks that he showed us yeah. all season long, he's got, he's got he's something got left in there. Well, yeah. but, and Tyler and I have talked about it on our show, and we both feel we should have played probably a year or two. But if we play a year or two, we're chasing money. Yeah. Right? We were, we yeah. were chasing money. And I think Jeff Green, after winning a championship, is past chasing money. He's not. You're not going to see him sign with Utah for a one-year deal. Right, you're not right. going to see him sign with the Clippers, probably, mm -hmm. for a one-year deal. Uh, and he's the same thing. If he comes back, it's going to be with Denver. Um, and who knows? Or guess what? You've got a solid core, and 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 six through twelve. There might be a whole lot of new faces. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it, could, well, it could be. It, it could be. And, and Michael Malone has talked about this on occasion. With, you know, there were eight new players at the beginning of the season. There were eight of That's them. That's a ton. I know. It's just they turned over the supporting cast around the, the, the core guys, you know, the four. Yeah. Uh, changed completely. And it has a chance to change significantly again because of the contact situations for a lot of those players. All right, let's do this. Let's hear a little bit. Let's uh, relive some of the moments that was. Nate and Andy are going to take over at 2 o'clock. What time is it? Oh, God, that's like about 50 seven. minutes from right now. Feels like I know, I was thinking the same thing, man. Feels like about 7.30. we got a whole other hour here. Can someone bring us Taco Bell? Uh, ta uh, ta 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 I am Bell. not eating that until at least yes, midnight. Hey, Taco Bell and Miller Lite, who's our sponsor, and we thank you. We need both immediately. But... Let's uh, check in and let's relive a couple of the moments that we just got to hear from. Let's start with Nicola, Raj. Uh, Raj, I just looked at Raj. Nelson. Wow. You confused me, dude. I'm going to call you start calling you TT. Hey, jo hey Josh, Josh is catching up quick. And, and, and Josh is Who playing from behind, but he's catching up quick. The voice is changing. you got to catch him to drink I dropped one the guy threw at me. Yeah. Um, uh, you started to sound like Malone over there. I do want to. <laughs> You got these guys here, these guys here. <laughs> I love these guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's hear from Nikola Jokic as he took to the podium uh, when the fire trucks arrived here at Civic Center Park. I'm going to bring out um, somebody special. Um, I'm going to bring out the two-time MVP. Yeah. Finals MVP, Western Conference MVP. The league MVP, Nikola Jokic, y'all. Hey, uh, you guys know he stat pass, right? And you guys know he, he didn't win a third in a row MVP because the voters didn't want to vote for him. This guy right here, this guy right here is an amazing player, but I hope you all know him, 
Natalia, their daughter, their brothers, their family. They are a huge part of Denver. So let's give it up for Nicole Jokic and family. I love you. You hear me? Yeah. Thank you, though. Uh, you know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I want to stay on parade. This is the best day of my fucking, fucking life. Yeah, this is, this is amazing. This is, uh, we're all gonna remember this the, our whole lives. And, uh, and when we see you guys that uh, came out on the streets, and uh, actually this one is for you. We love you, Denver. This one is for you. Thank you, guys. You know, it's like um, the days in the gym where you don't feel like getting extra shots up or you don't feel like doing that workout. Or rehab or, or whatever. Rehab yeah. or whatever. Fast forward to this. This is why you did the It makes it worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and they'll be able to refer to that from now till the end Forever. of the yeah. But how about this, guy? And I thought about this. For guys, how was it like to win a championship? It's good. Now we can It's go good. Home. That was a different Nicola. He saw the fans and the effect mm -hmm. that, yeah. that his team had on the city. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I mean, listen, I was on the load truck, and we were like a half a parade away from the truck in front of us. Mm -hmm. That truck was a half a, a parade away from us. I mean, they were stopping. <laughs> you should have seen swarmed autographs. But I, I think in that moment he realized, oh, wow, this this is big. Yeah. And I think he got in the moment. Well, I'll tell you one other thing that helped. Scott, you were on the truck, but we were talking to uh, DeAndre. I asked him, top three teammates have had the most pops in them. You know who number one was for him? Nicola. Yeah. He said it was Nicola, which shocked me. Uh, I, but, but he gets up there within two seconds. I said I didn't want to go to parade. And I want to. I, I blink you love parade. Tyler, Tyler, I have seen, you know, the first – the first so uh, when they went back to the uh trying to think when they qualified for the playoffs whenever it was they were in boston and they qualified the playoffs that year oh it was, oh. The, year, it was the year after the game 82 and we went so, to yeah. the irish pub that night yes right? oh gee yeah oh, that's and, right and nicola picked up the whole tab that was the what? first for yes. everybody for everybody you oh. never told me that story oh yeah. dude oh yeah dude that was the first time i saw him and like party yeah like, party yeah i was like okay this guy no he's really real he's from serbia it, it, let's it, keep it real they don't they know how to put him back well, first of all he came in a little late we were already started malone was i mean going mm -hmm. joker comes in and he starts going and then the other and i left but the other night they said joker put down his car and said i got it all wow nice. yeah, i picked it all for the whole team guys like dempsey and i i mean yeah. i mean yeah, equipment guys, whatever. Yeah, he he. Very I mean, cool. he picked the whole tab up. I, there, I honestly, it's a genuine question of like, how much does that seriously bring a team together? Uh, of of, of everybody else going like, I know we can all do this, but he did it. He he. Listen, and I, I still say this: Murray is the heart and soul of this team. He's the emotional leader, but Joker is the stabilizing force that pushes everybody ahead. Yeah. You know, we could have a bad day. No, no, no. We didn't have a bad day. We just lost the game. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Yeah. We just lost the game. Let me let me throw this out at you. It just, it just hit me.
Uh, I was on the truck, and, and, and Coach Malone and Ryan Bowen was there. So I, asked oh, I Bowen, love Coach Bowen. And so I asked Ryan, I said, um, when in the season did you sit there and go back and go, oh, damn, we might be pretty good. You know what game he said? What? Murray's step back three against Portland, the one that game. Oh, wow. You were talking about that early, too. Yeah. That's, so he, he said that step back. That he, was the out-of-bounds play that kind of got lost. And but, but he goes, Jamal's back. Yeah. He said, we got a chance. Yeah. And so Scotty, it's, it's funny so cool. because me and Scotty, we went back and forth on this a lot. And on Jamal Murray in particular, and I was like, ah, you know, let's let's give him a lot of uh, a lot of leeway to get himself back into a space. Uh, by the time he got to the, he January, averaged, maybe Scott, he averaged thirty-two and a half points in the Western Conference Finals. I, I just that, that and, and you know what? It, it's mind-blowing to me that he got to that space yeah, in the same year that he came back. But, but he yeah. lost. He, 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 got 30s and there were still moments you're like going the mm -hmm. legs are dead on him i mean there was moments you said oh and them legs are dead oh on yeah him. you could see it and, and yeah. yet he's still just and he talked about that right he talked about um so uh when uh after they lost uh, i'm sorry after they won the finals he talked about the utah game the first game of the season and how bad he was and oh, how they got tentative he was and how got like, blown out and you could and yeah. you could see it and then he, you know, like drew Didn't the straight play line back to, to back. Denver wins in yeah. Golden State. And you're like, well, yes. okay. Yep. There were so many little markers for Jamal Murray that were really amazing. Yeah. Um, and to you, to Scotty's point about <laughs> Love you too. markers during, yeah, markers during the well, season. I'm not sure that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, what, what's wrong? The the, uh, the 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 Boston game. I told this story earlier. The the Boston Celtics game. So when the Celtics came here, and the Nuggets blew them out. I was walking out with one of the assistant coaches, and he looks at me and says, "Chris, we're real." And I said, "I, yeah, you guys, you guys well, are real." Think about this, and, and and I was talking Tyler down from a ledge a little bit and Dover too, <laughs> because once they beat Memphis, and they beat Memphis's, mm -hmm. I mean, they crushed Memphis. Mm -hmm. Now they're seven and a half up, and, and and they shut it down. And everybody's kind of worried. They kept losing games, games they shouldn't. Got blown out by Chicago. Blah blah blah. And yet, here comes Boston. Ah, killed Boston. I yeah. mean, beat them by 20. Here comes Philly. Was up 25 and let the start or the, the bench basically play the fourth quarter who brought it to a closer game. They crushed Philadelphia. Um, there was one other team came in, and you're like, and, and then they, they and then we'll just shut it down. Mm -hmm. Then we'll yeah. rest a little you know, bit. My, my, but my. when they needed to. They turned it up. They turned it back on. <laughs> yeah, they turned it on. But that's also dangerous, that little switch that we talk about. And like, we didn't know if they had it. flip it or when it, you can't Right, flip. exactly no, you right. Know, I don't know how anyone in their right mind. No, I'll, I'll give Scott all credit in the world because as I'm starting to panic after that all-star break, and it just seemed to be getting worse and worse and worse. I don't know how you guys didn't start to panic at that point. I mean, it did, it did, did, it did not I look did. good. There you know what, Tyler? Time. You know what's interesting is is that I – I, I, no, um, I know. I'm giving you credit. Yeah. But you know what's interesting about that is to me, having seen this – over many years, it's just like these first place teams. There's a rhythm to how they end seasons, and yes, there are some times where you don't love how a team yes. finishes a season. But in the Nuggets' case, because Nikola had the calf injury and Jamal had the thumb injury, and there and and uh, yeah. Aaron Gordon was just com completely beat battered up. and beat up, beat up. Like they needed those days off now they that we look back them. yeah they, absolutely they, they, they and, and not every team can do that and mm -hmm. what what was the concern of yours tyler and everybody else's not every team could shut it down bring it back yeah. so, and, and, 
They could do it either, but, but they I, did. I did because, like I said, shut it down. Uh, blow out. Yeah. I mean, they blew out Memphis. who was yeah. two at the time. Yeah. Shut it down. Boston come in. Blow out Boston. Shut it down. Philadelphia comes in. Blow out Phil. And I went, yeah, I, 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 there's something different about this team. Yeah. Now, it's a scary thing to way and, and a way to live. And, and I go back to that first, uh, the second Super Bowl, the Broncos, I was calling the games. They went 13 straight, lose a close game, tough call uh, in game 14. Then they go to uh, Miami, get blown out. I'm like, well, the streak's over. They, you know, they, they've shut it down. Win game 16, and then Miami comes back in town. Everybody's like, oh, they just got you. Man, they wore Miami's ass out. I yeah. mean, they, they just crushed them. Yep. And that team was a little bit like that. I mean, that, that team, and if you go back to that second championship team, that team, ain't, ain't nobody going to beat that team. No. Ain't nobody was going to beat that Bronco team. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what, dude, you were 16-4 and four in the postseason. Thank you. We were saying that earlier. <laughs> Please say that as many times as possible. Yeah. 16-4. and four. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's why, that's why they're still talking to head idiots out there that are saying that Nikola Jokic wasn't one of the all-time great playoff performances oh, because they didn't have enough competition along the way. Mm-hmm. Because they won 16 games, they didn't have enough challenge along the way, so it couldn't have been a legitimate uh, all-time run. But that's, yeah. that's, that's also what makes me the maddest is of how, how come in the NFL it's, well, you can only play who you put in front of you. But then in the NBA it's, well, the path was pretty easy. But you also, and, and also this. You know, for somebody else, for some other teams, it's a situation where you say 16-4, and four, they dominated that run. Dominated. And you look at – and national media is looking at the Nuggets and going 16-4. and four, You didn't play Let's nobody. look at the seeds. Yeah, how? And I'm, saying, and I'm saying, here, if you are a number one seed, do you know who you play in the first round? You play no. the, the worst eight team. seed. You play the eight seed. Do you know who you play in the second round? You play the four seed. Like, they're – until they got to the Lakers – their path was exactly every the, the same path right. that every yeah. NBA team goes, and, goes and, through. And, and I say when McManus or whatever his name is with Sports Illustrated started again. McManix. Yeah, if, that's his if, new name, if, McManix. If Denver had the easiest route to win a championship, why did you pick Phoenix to beat him? Why did you pick L- you. L.A. to beat him? And, and a lot of them picked Thank Miami you. to beat him. Thank if you. it was the easiest route, then, then oh, well, now, and, it's, and, and now it's easy. Then why did you pick him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I, I you, I, you almost said the Joker word, didn't you? I like that you hate Chris Mannix. I really love that about that's you. Like boy, it's, it's like genuine hate. Yeah. I feel Chris it. Mannix. And he doesn't hate We'll never have doesn't. on here ever again. Nelly, let's keep it going here. We heard from Joker. I, I hope you have the Malone stuff edited and ready to go here. Michael Malone was feeling good as he took to the podium. Let's hear from Coach. He's with Scotty on the truck. <laughs> eight years ago today, eight years ago today, the Denver Nuggets introduced Michael Malone as their head coach. The moment he arrived, he established a culture and an identity that would take the Denver Nuggets to places they've never gone before. And here we are. No coach in history of the Denver Nuggets has more playoff wins than Michael Malone. No coach has ever told an opposing team and its fan base
Nuggets Nation. What's up? I can't hear you. Just won a damn championship. 47 years in the making. So my first thank you is to you, the fans. Stand with us. Stand with us. I love you. I appreciate it. My second thank you, Cronky family. Stan and Josh, love you. Appreciate it. And then over there somewhere, my wife, Jocelyn, my two beautiful daughters. Stay, stay away from them now. My two beautiful daughters over there. I love you guys. We could not have accomplished this without you. You're a part of this. I've dreamed about this day since I got here eight years ago. So I want to say, Nuggets Nation, I love you. Nuggets Nation, let's do it again. We're not satisfied. We don't want one, we want two. We don't want one, we want two. We don't want one, we want two. And the guys behind me, 17 players, from Stan and Josh Kroenke, Calvin Booth, and just 17 players. I got guys like DeAndre Jordan. I got guys like Jeff Green. I got guys like Ish Smith. They've been around this league a long time. And they helped us get here. I got KCP. A new nickname. Two rings. Two rings. I got guys like Bruce Brown. Come here, Bruce. Bruce. Hey, y'all tell me. Is Brucey e. B going anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hey, we running this back. We running this back. Hell yeah. Come on. Get loud. Get loud. Get loud. Hey. Hey. How about, how about a rookie? How about a rookie? Winning a championship in college, coming to the Nuggets, and helping us win the chip. Christian Brown, come here, man. Christian Brown, come here, man. This dude right here, he's a bad man. Bad man, bad man. I love him, I love him. When we win a championship, it's 17 players strong. It's the coaching staff, it's the front office, it's the ownership, but more importantly, it's all of you. To celebrate today with 500,000 strong means the world to me. My mother, my father, my wife, my kids, it's just a surreal moment. And I got one thing, y'all wanna do it again? I can't hear you, y'all wanna do it again? I can't hear you. Y'all wanna do it again? Let's do this. Let's do this. Dynasty. 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 I love y'all. I love y'all. And I love y'all.
Are they chanting, we love you back? Yeah. Is that what I heard? That's exactly what you heard. That's Coach Michael Malone right there with his speech talking about what it was. Tyler and Scotty are addressing the crowd. We got a guy that made a 3D trophy. A 3D, Pretty awesome. what is it called? A Lawrence O'Brien trophy. No, 3D print. 3D printed. 3D, 3D print printer. of the Lawrence. La Larry O'Brien trophy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up, guys. Me, me the, hey, don't worry about it. Me and the crowd just cheered for Scott because he actually landed on his seat. Yes. Uh, so, so that was a yes. big celebration right there. And I'm going to celebrate you for getting Larry O'Brien out Thank of your it, it is just so cool to see it. What Malone was saying. How about Malone? Whose chain was he wearing? I don't know. Can we figure that out? AG. Also, it was AG. That was, that was AG oh, chain. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. He walked up there, had his arms crossed. He was, he was playing into the character all the way. Dude, I'll tell you this. AG did just like that video we got of him walking home. He did say he was in the the, the truck in front of us. Out in the crowd, his ass went out there and was like all over the crowd too, <laughs> dancing and doing all stuff. I'm like, all right, AG, AG, I will say this: has turned into the people's champ for the yeah, Dem facts. Denver Nuggets. That's facts, right. right? Yes, yes, yes. The Scotty. The minute he ran around downtown, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like that, he walked home. He, dude. he ascended to, the, hey, to this level. I, I I know I'm the football guy, and I don't want to rain on the parade at all here. But I just want to say I hope that Russell Wilson pays attention to Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah, do, yeah. because you see what can happen when you play within embrace the role that fans. is designed for you. Well, embrace your fans, all that, of course. But I'm talking more just the role that he came into with the Nuggets. He had to say okay to it, right? He, he had to say yep. okay. I accept yeah, this 100%. role. And I'm going all in on it, and that's what Russ is going to have to do with shot. Aaron okay, Gordon. and back to the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon is a trivia question of: Is it better to be a, 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 a superstar and stud on a crap team, or be a, a more than solid role player on a championship team and mm -hmm. contribute? Well, you know to what his answer would be. Well, you know what his answer would be. You got a championship ring now. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, he was he was the stud in Orlando. I mean, after they made all the moves, he was the only guy left. He was a dunk. Yeah. Not the dunk champion, but the second place two times dunk, whatever. That's all he was known for. And he came back here and I, I would say changed his entire game, put his ego at check in his closet. It's back in his closet somewhere Scotty, downtown. He wrapped his ego up in saran wrap and then yep. like duct tape and then put it in a bag and then put it in a suitcase and then put that suitcase in cement. And that's what he did with his ego. Yep. You know, I can't remember when or, when or where it was, but somewhere along the way, Nikola Jokic was asked something like, "What's what's been the best change, or what's been the best thing that's happened for this team this year?" And his response was something along the lines of, "Aaron Gordon accepting the role that, yeah. that yeah. we need him to play." One of the first interviews I did when he got here, because it was um, he got here and then next the year, year the, the year the Murray Torres ACL. Yeah, the year, yeah. So. I remember asking him um, for one of our t television broadcasts, you know, what, what, what have they said to you about your role? What do you want to accomplish here? What do you think you should be? And all he, he looked me dead in the eye and goes, I just want to fit in. And look, the reporter in me is, I, I've heard this about a thousand times. Sure. And then all right. of a sudden there's a point at which you don't want to fit in. And, but for Aaron Gordon, he said it and then he meant it. And he is, his actions have backed up those words the entire time. And, gosh, I mean, I just – this this team Listen, has – Listen, and they went rolling. When he got here and before Murray Torres ACL – How much time was that? Do they, you guys remember? Uh, it, I mean, it was quicker than people thought. I mean, they started rolling, right? I mean, they were, they were going – well, they were like 
13 and four in the first 17 game. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, they're rolling and then Murray tears his ACL. Yeah. Um, and, and then they didn't play the big guys. They played guards. They go to the, the finals and they, and they, but they beat Portland in the first round, then lose to Phoenix 4-0. Right. But it was guard oriented. Yeah. And that's when you could use it. KCP, Bruce Brown, Christian yeah. Brown, Which whatever. is what Calvin Booth knew. And yes. I was glad, I, so I was able to interview him afterwards about that and, you know, uh, one of the first uh, one of the first interviews Calvin ever did. I mean, he basically said like, he has a um, a clear view of the type of NBA player that he wants on his team. And what he did was so when we're talking about eight new players, what he did was go, okay, you guys, see you later. And what we're going to do is put guys who are athletic, lengthy. Long. Yeah, exactly right. And um, dogs on defense, yep. and those are the guys that really helped this team go from one level to the next. Because you know, look, at the end of the day, we know what Jamal and Joker are going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is everybody else going to do? But that's also help? Scotty to what you've experienced in your NBA life. Of there's always a superstar. There's always the best, and then there's always the second best, and then what everybody else does to uh, fall in line is the wrong term, but that's all I got at the moment. Fall in line to what your role is. That's how you have parades. Well, listen, they they, they, they beat Miami 4-1. Christian Brown helped you win a game. Bruce Brown helped you win a game. Uh, uh, um, Aaron Gordon helped you win a game. And that's three dudes that aren't, aren't Joker and Murray. Yeah. And them three dudes competed. And I, I'll even throw this, and he still never shot well. But, dude, I thought Michael Porter – and I'm going to ask you this right here, Chris, because mm-hmm. you know I'm more hard, I'm probably harder on him than a lot of people. What he did in games four and five, if he takes into next year and realizes, I don't, I don't need to stand here and, and wait for a three ball. I can make, make action going to the rim. I can make action on the offensive glass. Because the way you play in four and five for a guy that's not shooting well is how you're supposed to play yeah. if you want to contribute. And especially game five, and, and Michael Porter helped you win a game. Now listen, he got paid to shoot. Of course. And he did not shoot well. But, dude, I'm telling you, game four and five, you could all of a sudden see, let me do other things. And I think that will make him better next year. The year. I mean, if he plays the regular season next year like he did in games four and five, he's going to elevate his game. His game is going to get better. So you wonder, well, how can the Nuggets get better? Michael Porter can get better. Exactly. Amen and hallelujah <laughs> to what you just said. It's the most important thing, development in his game was those two. Because what he realized, and, and I was really wondering how that would go in game five. Because in game four, you, you could see that he's yeah. like, okay, uh, you know, th- I can still be effective offensively if I'm doing this. And then he did it again. Yeah. And it was like, Almost okay. in a different way, too. Yeah. Because th- that first three goes in and the, the arena erupts, goes crazy for what he was doing because they knew the struggle that he was on. But then he starts to rebound. He crashes the offensive glass, gets that put back in the second quarter. Those little things that, like, get him going and keep him involved because yeah. if, if he can't score 20 from shooting threes, then grab a damn offensive rebound and get a put back, and that gets everything or, else Or going. when they're closing out to you because they know you are a threat from three, head fake and go to the basket, yeah. go to the basket, finish up. Scotty, when you can shoot how he shoots, you can eye fake anybody and get yourself to the basket. Yeah, 100%. You, like, it is – like the world, his is his. Like he can his, oyster. Yeah, it's it's a fact. 
And I, I have said I this I never before. understood that phrase, by the way. Where world is the oyster? Yeah. Where is what, the oyster? what does that mean? The because back the in the day, I don't when, even you, know. when you were I don't young. Know. I just say it. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> when, when you were young, and even when I was young, uh, an oyster was considered like you didn't eat, eat oysters unless you were like the elite. Oh, okay. It's like caviar. Oh, see, I grew right? up So with you have an oyster. You know about that. <laughs> Your life is an oyster, so. All right, we got to do this. I got to pee. So we're going to take a timeout, and then we're going to come back and wrap all this thing up, put a bow on it, and hand off to Nate and Andy, who are in studio at 2 o'clock, and then we're going to a private party, right? Yes, we Let's are. Go. Right? Isn't yes, it like 7.30 oh, right now? Right? It's you. about 7.30. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long night. Scotty, oh, crushing, crushing. The people want to see you. Give you more energy. A this? quick timeout. When we come back, we wrap it all up. The Nuggets oh. are world freaking champions and you heard it all right here on altitude sports radio all right guys we are signing off and saying goodbye the denver nuggets are world champions we had a parade in our city today and it was a beautiful celebration before we hand off to Nate and Andy, we're going to give you Coach Michael Malone. He hung out with Dempsey and Company yesterday on the final version of the Michael Malone Show. So here is Coach Michael Malone with Dempsey and Company. The Nuggets are world champs, baby. That brings us to uh, the Coach Malone Show, um, and it's brought to you by Central City. Take I-70 to exit 243. And the Central City Casino Parkway, your four lanes to fun. We bring in the winningest coach in Nuggets playoff history, the third winningest coach overall in team history, the author of the greatest season in team history. Uh, this team was in first place since December and never relinquished that. Uh, they rode that first place all the way to the NBA title. Uh, he is Michael Malone. Coach, welcome in and congratulations. That is a hell of an intro, Dempsey. <laughs> and, and, and much appreciated. Uh, it's great to be on with you guys. And uh, I'll be honest, man, it still hasn't hit me yet. Um, this this journey, this ride, this championship, I get up yesterday morning, I had to pinch myself, is it real? And I feel the same way today. And uh, I, was, I was going back and forth with Jared Bednar yesterday, and I said, hey, when did it hit you after you won the Stanley Cup? And he said, at the parade. He goes, at the parade, it really hit me. And uh, so I can't wait for tomorrow. The parade is going to be amazing. Hopefully the weather holds out for us. And just a chance for us to celebrate, not just with the players, coaches, staff, and the organization, but our whole city that's been behind us all along the way, man. So really excited for tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Let, let's, let's stay in that space then. Uh, because I, I, I bet it resonated for, for Coach Bednar because everybody was there and everybody you know you line the streets you're on the the trucks the parade part and uh you're, you you see all the fans cheering and i and i just wonder um when when the when the fans are there when they're when you're feeling that energy it's a little bit different and 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 i and i bet like you you have you have you have uh Thank the fans before, but I, I know this is that part you really, really can't wait to see all the people uh, who have been there and, and have supported you this all season long. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and had a chance to do that briefly on the court after the game, up on the podium. You know, uh, Lisa Salter is interviewing us and uh, just looking out into the crowd, you know, after that game. But I'll be honest, man, I made it a point in the first round against Minnesota, the second round against Phoenix, 
the Western Conference Finals against the uh, Lakers, and then even during the finals against Miami, I made it a point to savor the moment and, and to take the time to look around and appreciate the atmosphere, the environment, of the support, the passion, the love that our fans brought every night. Like, that was an incredible feeling, being a part of that. And tomorrow will be a chance to celebrate with everybody together and, uh, and do it celebrating something that we set our minds to many months ago. And uh, it wasn't easy, but it shouldn't be easy. You know, I told our team before the final started, we're about to try and do something that's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. And to our guys' credit, they went out there and did that, not just for the four wins against Miami, but 16 wins in the postseason, four losses, only one loss at home. And uh, our guys showed out, man. We showed out. We showed up. And uh, a lot of respect for our team. But tomorrow will be a lot of love for our fans, and they deserve it. Coach, you talked about savoring the moment, the post-game party in the locker room. It was nuts. It was champagne-soaked. The uh, plastic did its best to protect the locker room, but I think there's going to be some replaced uh, lights and, and and carpets in that room. Were there any moments that stood out to you from that post-game celebration that maybe didn't make it on camera, didn't make it to social media, that just will resonate with you for the rest of your life? Um. You know, I'm still I'm still reflecting. I'm still taking it all in. Uh, it, it's still somewhat overwhelming when you, you know, the final seconds of that fourth quarter, and you know when KCP gets a steal and you know they miss that shot and you come up with a rebound and it starts like the realization of what's about to happen when that clock strikes zero. And um, I wanted to make sure I went down and gave Eric Spolster and his entire coaching staff the respect and love they deserve. Uh, we know how great the Miami Heat are. Uh, give respect to their players and to applaud their effort for getting there as an eight seed and fighting out of the playing tournament. And then, um, you know, just making sure I found my family to thank them. But in the locker room, the champagne, there was one funny moment. <laughs> this tells you, like, uh, that we're rookies at this. So next time we'll be better. But me and Jamal, we have these big bottles of champagne. And we're both looking at each other like, how the hell do we open this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, how the hell do you get this, uh, the foil off and pop the champagne? But we started to figure it out pretty quickly. Uh, but, you know, just being in that, I mean, that, that locker room is uh, that sacred ground. And to celebrate in the fashion that we did with everybody in there, with families in there, uh, with Stan and Josh Kroenke in there, with Calvin Booth in the front office in there, um, it was just a, a great way to celebrate an unbelievable uh, evening and a moment and a night that I will never, ever forget. We are speaking with NBA champion, a Denver Nuggets head coach, Michael Malone. And, and coach, um, I, I want to ask you about um, if, if how much you've talked to your father since then. One coach to another. Uh, you know, the story is a, it's a well-traveled story. He told you not to, he's like, look, maybe you don't want to get in this profession. Uh, you were like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to be in this profession and you reach the highest heights. And, uh, but, but from a, a father son, um, angle and from a coach head coach to head coach angle, uh, what, what's take us behind closed doors a little bit as much as you can. And, and, and your conversations with your dad. Yeah. I mean, that, that was, you know, well, once we were done with the, on the court, uh, I raced back to the locker room and to my office, and the first thing I did was call my father. And um, I spoke to him, and my message to him was simple. I said, listen, it's important that you know how much I love you 
and how much I thank you for everything you did for me, and, and along with my three sisters and two brothers. But the example he set as a high school coach in New York City, a college coach, an NBA coach, uh, the blood, sweat, and tears he put in, and the passion and work ethic that he passed along to me. And he told me years ago, and I learned this from him watching him, the best coaches in the world are the best teachers. You know, you have to be able to teach the game. And I've taken so many things from him from years ago up until, you know, hours before game five the other night. And uh, the support, and just having somebody in your corner like that who was a two-time world champion on Chuck Daly's staff with the bad boys, who has been a part of great teams and great players, and understanding what it takes to close out a series in the finals. To have somebody like that in my corner who loves me unconditionally and is just so proud. And I could hear it in his voice, um, just so proud to see me take the help get this team to this point. And, uh, and then I had to call my mother up because the way it works in my house, my mother and father don't watch the game together. They can't. They're just uh, – they've been married 60 years, but they got to be in different rooms when they watch the game. <laughs> and I called my mother up after that, and I said the same thing to her because – Everybody knows the story of Brendan Malone. He's, he's got a very lengthy NBA resume. But Maureen Malone is also a coach. That lady's seen more games, and uh, she's our biggest fan. And uh, she was just as emotional. Felt bad she wasn't here to celebrate and give me a hug. But I told her she was here. She was in my heart. And uh, I'm really fortunate to have the family and parents and support, along with an unbelievable wife and two daughters who have supported me along the way. And there it is, some thoughts from Michael Malone yesterday on Dempsey and Company. I'm Andy Lindahl, soon to be joined by Nate Kreckman. We are going to take you the rest of the way till 6 o'clock before Alberto's Blitz. As yet again, I, not quite a year later, a little bit earlier than last year, Denver, Colorado celebrating yet, yet another championship parade, something this town's getting a little bit used to. Today's parade was a little bit nuts. Nate and I are going to help you get through there. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go back over the parade some of the interviews, um, had some thoughts. You know, I, I've already got the text line up. If you want to jump in a little bit earlier, hello to everybody on Twitch, 303-504-0925. First off, you know this was meant to be because Mother Nature was doing some rock and roll. We had the big thunder and the big lightning out in Littleton where I live, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know if they're going to be able to get this in. They still were trying to get people off the fire trucks as the storms kind of kicked up out by my house. But you know what? They stayed away. They wanted the Nuggets to be able to celebrate with the fans. By all accounts, and listening to Scott Hastings and Josh Dover and Tyler Columbus and Chris Dempsey and the whole cast of thousands out there uh, on my way in, um, it sounds like just a tremendous turnout, which I'm not shocked by. Um, I mean, again, look, everybody loves a championship. We love all the teams in town, I would believe. But hi, Nate. <laughs> But this is one of those. No, you got a minute. Um, you know how it is. We're just shucking and jiving. We're playing a little jazz behind the scenes, my friend. Uh, anyway, you know what? I, I'm not surprised the crowd was as big as the crowd was because this is a, a Nuggets team that's been beloved by so many in this city for so, so long. Again, it was just the Nuggets and the Broncos for the longest time as far as professionals. We can go through some of the minor league sports or maybe, you know, throw in the Colorado Rockies who had a quick cup of coffee here, but talked about established teams that have been here for the long haul. That's the Nuggets and the Broncos. And the Broncos finally got their parade. Obviously, their first one in the early 90s. This is the first one for the Nuggets. 
Uh, and it's always going to be special. The first time's always going to be great, and they were having a great time down there. Look, if uh, you run a business, you probably shouldn't expect too many employees in tomorrow. I mean, today's already shot. Let's just give up tomorrow, too, and everybody get back to your normal business on Monday or Tuesday. Zero. That's right. That's how many people plan on showing up and not making it a long weekend. Um, it's going to be a nice weekend, I think, all all night long in Denver. And now we'll see what happens. Here's, here's the good news. Here's the upgrade from a year ago. As I know it, no dents in the Larry O'Brien trophy. I believe the trophy's intact. There's no problem. We don't have a we don't have a trophy handler either. I wish we had a trophy handler because the funny thing that I liked about last year with the mishaps with the Stanley Cup was we had trophy guy. We had the cup, the keeper of the cup just there to kind of shake his head and just I can't believe this is happening. You kids, you got to be careful with the nice things. Uh, I don't think any of that has happened so far. And and today, the basketball players, the Nuggets I don't know that they were as lengthy. I will miss, I wish we had like a whole bunch of different um, a different trophies, I guess, to give out. I guess all we heard was, hey, have you anybody heard of the Con Smythe? I almost do wish that Gabe Landeskog would have kind of been the MC of this parade, but you would have had to get him back to last year's levels. Although Gabe was the first avalanche that I saw kind of tweet out or, or I guess put on Instagram the big congratulations to the Nuggets when they won. So uh, it, it's always fun when it's parade day. Denver. That's right. Now, I think, I think is Nate, you, do you want to jump on? You I'm here. To. Okay, we're all here. It's championship parade day. Who are you? I will ask, yeah. you, did you feel, because I sent it to you guys in the chat. I didn't get it back. I felt Jeff Green had a touch of EJ to him with that Denver. Uncle Jeff threw out a mad acid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That will now sit right directly next to EJ's Denver <laughs> and will forever be played on this radio station. Or how about this? DeAndre Jordan actually hopped on with Raj and Scotty and all the fellas. And before his interview, he gave us this. Is this a kid-friendly show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, DeAndre. Are we working after dark right Woo! now? We are gonna be. DJ was uh, DJ was the first one that I saw off the uh, off the truck today. DJ was the first one that I saw just walking the barrier with his um, eighty-seven foot wingspan. Yeah. Like I, th I think he was, he was reaching both sides of the street. <laughs> he was reaching into the buildings yeah. and giving high fives from behind he got the barrier. The CEO. Hey man, sorry you can't be out here. <laughs> hey, you guys up on the second floor? Yeah, give me some dap. There All we go. I know is, you know, can we stop with the shirtless? It uh, it oh. hurts guys like me. <laughs> I'm not summer body ready, and they're all just running around getting a tan. Um, Christian Brown, Christian Brown has your complexion. He, he does, does. He does have He's that. Got the Irish skin. It he sure does. Like. Uh, but but he and his his WWE belt <laughs> again putting us all to shame. Um, Bruce was the first one that I saw shirtless today. Yeah, same here. I saw him in the streets giving high fives. Yeah. Aaron Gordon had the he had the tank top on, which was sweet. I liked his tank top, but it was like an Aaron Gordon brand tank top. Yeah, I think it goes baller move. I think it comes in a gift pack with the cologne. Okay, this, I think that's, that's what, what that it is. is. Yeah, and I was happy someone just liked the tweet I sent out. 
I was happy to see we found the MVP trophy because now for it felt like two days. It's back. Everyone's like, nobody knows where it is. He doesn't know where it is. It's right on the fire truck. Somebody it's had it. It's not like he left it in a club or something. Yeah, he put it in Sparky's office. It was office. in the building. Yeah, no one was going to steal it. Yeah. It, was, it was around. He wasn't that worried about it. No, he wasn't. I love that, though, that, you know, it's it's Malika who's there and, and she's asking him, like, you know, you're the first guy I've ever done this interview with that didn't bring his MVP trophy. And Jokic's response is just like, I don't know where it is. Well, <laughs> and on top of for anybody that thinks it's an act, how about when they're chanting MVP up there? He goes, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. No more. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think it was a coincidence that Jamal came out last. I'm assuming that that was Nicola saying, nope, this is how we're doing it right here, okay? Give him the headlining nod right there. Uh, Jokic today. Jokic was... Uh, this is the best comp I can give for it is, you know, Andy, like you, you get invited to one of those adult functions, yeah, you know, uh, party barbecue, whatever it may be. And you're not going to know that many people there. And you're just like, "Ah, I don't really want to go to this thing. And then you get there and you get a couple of drinks in you and you're just like, and then finally a few hours later, you're on the way home and you're like, you know what? I had a pretty good time tonight. You know what? I don't I had a little bit of a bad attitude about this, and it turns out, hey, no. I had a pretty Listen, good time. Nikola Jokic is everyone over 30 when invited out <laughs> Just, at night. I don't want to have to do that. That's a concert ever go to. I don't want to. I'm too tired. We got to park. I got to walk with people in the building. My ah, horses. Concert. My horses. Yeah. Yes. Um, get that man some drinks, and suddenly, hey, look at this. This is a pretty good party. I don't mind being here. This is a pretty good time. I'm all for this. All right. Um, the Craigman and Lindahl show. Hey, it's old school. You know what? We're throwing it back. We're it's throwing a it back. Thursday. That's We're right. Two to six again, baby. Two to six. That's right. We plan to have a lot of energy for three hours and then mail At in the least fourth. The first 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, we're bringing it today. Crackman and Lindahl, 2 to 6. Mark Springer ready to jump on the board. It's Altitude Sports Radio.